Welcome to Stardust Stereo. I'm Parker McFinney and I'm your host. Today is the 18th of September, year 2022. Today I'm going to speak about how dysfunctional the world is right now and how you can ground yourself in this chaos. Right now we have Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto. Retrograde, those are the outers, plus Mercury's retrograde. Now, Jupiter rules your beliefs and how you relate to others, justice, and universities and schools. Saturn rules structure, your bones, your teeth, the way things make us feel stable. Uranus rules the sudden flash of invention, going against the grain. It also happens to rule Congress in America. It rules groups of people. It rules friendships. It rules generations and how they rebel. Neptune is your spirituality. It's also how you are gaslighted or how you gaslight. It also deals very much with the unseen world. It dissolves things. Pluto is transformation, world order, the unconscious the underground. And Mercury, which is also retrograde, of course, deals with how we communicate and transportation. So with all these planets retrograde, and soon Mars will join them. Mars is how you go about getting what you need to get done, done. It also rules aggression, your energy force, and it rules wars. So maybe when Mars goes retrograde at the end of October, we might see the end to the Ukraine war. Just to show you a little bit of the dysfunctional world that I've been observing, I want to give you a comment that Modi made to Putin. Modi told Putin that it wasn't the era for wars. How insane is that, that you have to have a certain era to have a war, and then it's justified, but if it's not the time for war, like there's a time for war? Okay, yes, I understand that sometimes you have to defend yourself, but the insanity of saying, oh, you know, it's not really the time for war. I, I hear in my head, Russell Brand really having a great time with that statement. If you like humor and insanity, check out his YouTube. He's great. He's smart. And he has the data plus humor. And humor does help us in times of enormous stress. I recently had a conversation with a friend about how we can laugh at an in appropriate moment because it's so uncomfortable we need a release and we all need a release right now and you can find that release by identifying with your moon placement 
and your sun placement. They never go backwards. The sun represents your I am, your sense of being, your purpose in life. The moon represents what you need, what helps you feel nurtured. I'm going to go through the wheel and explain what each house represents. And then it's your responsibility to look at your birth chart. And if you don't have one, there's so many sites online that you can punch in your data and you can get an astrological wheel for free. I will give you the address of one of those sites, Astrolab, A-S-T-R-O-L-A-B-E.com. You can punch in your data. They will give you your birth chart. If you want to be super accurate, and we do, you have to know your birth time. It's worth the effort to find it. It's usually on your long-form birth certificate. Okay, first house. If your son's in the first house, that is the I am super placement. The first house is how we present ourselves to the world. It's also how we go forward. If your son is in the first house, your comfort comes from action. So if you are in distress, you're freaked out, you feel you can't take it anymore, act. Act on what gives you a sense of purpose. And certainly moving the body is a great thing with a first house son placement. It's just a given. Second house deals with your worth, your income, what you value. If your son's in the second house, pay attention to what you value in your life. If you value being creative and you have a second house son, get busy creating. Third house. Third house deals with communication, brothers and sisters, transportation, the local neighborhood, son in the Third house needs to be talking with others and connecting with brothers and sisters, having a sense of community, taking short journeys, going to the next city that's a hundred miles away and having a respite from this craziness. Fourth house, that's the home, the psychological home and the physical home, and it represents the mother. If your son is in that fourth house, you need to also be a mother to yourself. There's a nourishment that can come from mothering others or rearranging your house or looking at the place that you reside in and see how you can make it feel more welcomed. The idea is that we take our sun sign and we get busy with it. And obviously, whatever element it is in, if it's cardinal, if it's fixed, if it is mutable, all of those will play a role. What zodiac sign it is in will play a role. It will be the adjective of how you express that sign. The house is the noun, the sign is the adjective, and the planet is the verb. Somebody suggested they'd like to know how I declinate a chart. There's no way I could ever explain this in a 20-minute podcast. It is so complicated. 
and there are so many elements that one has to explain, explore, and process. And the fact that astrology is an art form and a quasi-science. You have a palette. You put the colors down. You then apply them to the canvas. Their relationship to each color creates another level of expression. The chart is the same. You can go to five different astrologers. If they're good, they will all have a similar theme running through your reading, but they will all bring their own expertise and their own point of view of interpretation of the chart. It's not a black and white thing at all. It's multicolored. It's fascinating. It's a puzzle to put together. And that's why I'm never bored with astrology. And you never stop learning. All right, fifth house. If you have a fifth house son, strong focus on your kids, how you create, the way you have fun, self-expression. Sixth house. That's the house of service and duty. And it's an organizing house. It's the house that rules pets. It rules the people that you hire or that work for you in some capacity to make your everyday life run smoother. If your son's in that sixth house, organize. Talk to your employees. Find out what they need. Find any form of service that you possibly can. And there's so many ways to serve. We can serve by just listening. And speaking of listening, I would like to mention that the BBC believes they are heroes for shutting down a website or several websites of a support group for those of us, yes, I'm one of them, that has been vaccine injured. They shut them down and they just are so proud of shutting them down. Never in my life have I perceived how somebody could be proud to shut down conversations in a support group that people are having, convincing each other not to commit suicide. Some people who are so injured, their lives have been just turned upside down and they're ready to end it. And yet the BBC thinks they're just doing great service by shutting down a support group for those who are injured. You can maybe not believe in injured people from the vaccine, but I'm here to tell you we are in the hundreds of thousands. And at one point in time, this will be known to the public. We have been censored and we are continuing to be censored. But once you have the unfortunate luck to become one of us, if you do, you will no longer doubt. And the only reason I say that, which I hope you never do, is because I have people call me and tell me, you know, I'm really sorry I didn't understand. I now am dealing with something from getting boosted. So just think about that. The BBC is proud that they shut down a support group. That is not doing your journalistic duty. That is censorship and shame on them. And by the way, the new rollout 
of boosters has not even been tested on humans, just so you know. Seventh house, if your sun is in the seventh house, it deals with other, it deals with the public, it deals with your romantic and your business relationships. If your son's in that seventh house, get busy paying attention to your public, to your business partners, to your marriage, nurture it, have real conversations, see if you're on the same page to move that contractual arrangement forward. Eighth house deals with other people's money, support, resources. It's also the taboo house, so it deals with taxes, sex. You know, this is a great time to be making love because when you make love, you have a wonderful release and a lot of people need to feel nurtured, loved, and relaxed. Need I say more? Ninth house higher education, foreigners, the justice system, international travel, sun in that ninth house. It's a house of study in the big thoughts, the philosophical thoughts. Third house is like knowledge. Ninth house is what you do with that knowledge. A lot of people of a ninth house sun are deep contemplators. They explore other faiths. Ninth house is also religions, but the belief of the religions, the belief of your faith, not the dogma. So if your son is in the ninth house, put into practice your faith. That will ground you. Tenth house represents the father, your reputation in the community, how you lead. If your son is in the 10th house, find a project, take the lead, stand up and be counted for what you believe in. 11th house deals with your friends, organizations, how you network, get out there and be with people, go to group things, interact, join organizations. Start a new support group for vaccine injured and just don't put it on Facebook. Twelfth house. That is the retreat house. That is the house of the cocoon, the cave, where we meditate, where we go. If we are an artist, it represents the studio. It's a therapeutic house. If your son is in that twelfth house, you are definitely a person that needs to decompress often. So do all the things that allow you to decompress. Find your little cave out there in the woods, your little tent, set it up, go camping, inhale the fresh air, watch the wild animals, go to the museums, get to your comfort point by absorbing what takes you inward. And I would like to mention that for everybody, no matter what 
house your son is in. This is a time to go inward. In the world right now, it's a bit like roulette at Vegas. We don't have a clear view of where things are going to land. Even as an astrologer looking at all these patterns going on, I cannot absolutely say where things are going to land in the world. They're a bit crazy. But I firmly believe that there is an underlying energy cosmos vibration that is manifesting and eradicating vast change at such a level there is complete chaos because people are striving to know where they belong, what's coming, and how they can feel secure. And right now, there is no one answer for that because the entire world order is being changed. To quote Dylan, the times they are a-changing. Pluto is in the last degrees of Capricorn, and in March, it will be in Aquarius. And when it moves into Aquarius for a few months before it goes retrograde back into Capricorn, we will get a clearer vision of the structures of the world, progressiveness, hopefully, and how we can move forward as evolved human beings and stop this bickering and love each other. Practice not reacting and especially today, because today we have Mercury retrograde in opposition to Jupiter retrograde, and the moon is in Cancer creating that T-bar that I talk about a lot, crowbar. And that crowbar is meant for changing the tire. So you got to change your attitude. You've got to change the way in which you hear and also the way in which you act. And if you cannot act in a loving, calm way, stand still. Go to your sun sign position and get busy with what you can control. I'm Parker McFinney. This is Stardust Stereo. Thank you for listening. I'd like to thank my patrons. You know who you are. If you'd like to become a patron, you can do so on patreon.com slash parkermcp. And I would like to let you know that when I do these podcasts, they go out immediately to my patrons. The public has to wait a few days. And since astrology is a time-based system, you may miss some valuable information. I also want to remind you you are made of stardust, so go shine.